Ain't no stopping us, we do the impossible. Tonight, the Target Center in Minneapolis will be the epicenter of the wrestling world when the men and women of AEW return to pay-per-view as they look to close out a stellar 2021 with a bang. This is AEW Countdown to Full Gear. In May of 2019, Hangman Adam Page represented the potential of not just Hangman Adam Page, the athlete, but really of AEW itself. At the very first Double or Nothing, he won the Casino Battle Royale. He earned the right to be one half of the, the main event at All Out. Unfortunately for him, he did not leave as the first ever AEW World Champion. I think deep down I knew whether I wanted to admit it or not, I wasn't going to win. My pain. In his opinion, he let down not just himself, but his family as well. We all remember how successful Omega and Paige were as a tag team. We were having the greatest matches in the company history, the greatest tag matches that some people said ever occurred on American soil. Uh, we won match after match and defend the title every single week that we could. They were almost like two individuals that came together on game day and were phenomenal. Kenny Omega perceived what he called weakness in Adam Page, insecurities. I let that fall completely apart because now there's nothing. It was real tough to strap you on my back and carry you throughout all those classic tag matches the entire run through our career. I'll never forgive you for that. My friends were crowned tag team champions and world champion. Uh, and I stood in the distance and watched. And that hurt. What if you lose in full gear? What does that do for the future uh, of Hangman Page? So open your eyes and see the fight I have burns inside of me. You know, I haven't, I haven't thought about that. I'm gonna go out there and prove that I'm the best. Since Brian Danielson has arrived in All Elite Wrestling, he has been red hot. It's because since he's been inside an AEW ring, you can see that his love for professional wrestling has been rekindled. He came to AEW and he put himself on the map, not by going cutting these promos, not by being witty. Danielson came here and got in the middle of the ring and wrestled week after week after week after week. I saw AEW as the place where real professional wrestling lives. And I consider myself very much a professional wrestler. To be the best professional wrestler, you gotta go to where professional wrestling is, and that's AEW. The AEW World Championship Eliminator Tournament is extremely difficult, not only physically, but mentally as well. You have to prepare for different types of opponents, different styles of matches, and often you have to do so while you're physically banged up. I'm somebody who loves tournaments. I think tournaments are a great way to dig deep inside yourself. For example, Dustin Rhodes. Never been a world champion. He was given his all. Eddie Kingston. Never been a world champion. He was given his all. So you know everybody in this tournament is coming in and bringing their all. I will be champion. I am the Redeemer.
the pillars are canon now. Everybody is fully aware that the present and the future of this promotion resides on the backs of Jungle Boy, Sammy Guevara, Darby Allen, MJF. And I'm, I'm able to give these guys kudos because I'm a gentleman and I'm also a realist and I'm also very humble, as we all know. He's a wart. These are four men that are essentially homegrown stars here in AEW. You got Jungle Boy! Beat him! They represent the next generation of world champions. You got Sammy Guevara! Beat him! You got Darby Allen, whatever, and then you have the strongest pillar, the pillar who's better than you, and you know it. The problem is, is I think it's very obvious, while although we are the four pillars, it's very obvious there's a pecking order. I think it's tough to predict this guy here is gonna be the hood ornament of this company. MJF may be deluding himself into thinking that he is the first among equals. I think it's very obvious that it goes, you know, Jungle Boy Sammy over here, Darby a little bit more head over, and I'm just, I'm just way over, way over here. I love all these uh, fortune tellers. MJF's a fortune teller. I am the past, present, and future of AEW. I'm the past, the present, the future. It's a great marketing slogan. There is nothing wrong with being the second best guy. I'm back, and I'm back for you. I'm not gonna lie, I'm back for me too. No matter what I personally feel of CM Punk, he didn't come here to just be some big star with some cool ring music. He came here to get respect from the locker room, and he came here to get respect from you, the fans. He's done that. You're now 5-0 and here in AEW. Yeah. What did... What's the problem? Uh, it's Eddie Kingston here in the background. I don't think anything is CM Punk. I know you. Don't. I know. What is so funny? What is so funny? I do what I want when I have to. I do what I want. I do what I want. I know you. You want to go to sleep again? I saw what just happened to you. You think this is a game? It's unprofessional. I'm disappointed in you. Dr. Brick Baker DMD was always somebody that kind of believed her own hype. Earlier this year, she decided that she wanted to be AEW Women's World Champion, that this was the era of Britt Baker in professional wrestling. and. She has lived up to that. The lockjaw! Oh! Tap! The tap! The tap! We've got a new champion! Dr. Britt Baker is uh, the most dominant woman in professional wrestling today because she has a great skill set, high intellect, and she believes in herself. We now know at full gear you will defend this prestigious belt against Ty Conti. It's taken me some time to do some careful studying to learn that all you've done since you've gotten here is shown everybody your ass. Meanwhile, I'm showing everybody why I'm the most talked about name in all of women's wrestling. Since you laid your hands on what's mine, I'm gonna lay my hands on you and beat that ass that you love showing off all the time. I'm used to have people talking about my ass, but really, is that our champ? Intimidated by the way I look, intimidated by my butt, 
but you should know better. You call yourself a doctor. You say you have a degree. You sound so damn ignorant. I guess I've been intimidating a lot of these bitches lately, huh? I think Ty Conti is a big time threat. Ty Conti laying in shots to Britt Baker. To Dr. Britt Baker's championship. You've got to say that for sure. Take a look at her win-loss record in AEW. Ty Conti is an Olympic level judo player. She has Muay Thai striking. She has jujitsu techniques in submissions. This is the most precious thing I own. So Ty, you better hold on to all those belts you have. Black, blue, green, red, I don't give a shit. This is the only belt that matters and it's sticking with the DMD. And she's a professional wrestler. She brings so many different disciplines into the ring. That's tough to prepare for. Ty Conti holding the AEW Women's World Championship. I earned my spot. Unlike you, Brett, you had to kiss ass to get where you are at. Ah, yes, I'm friends with the boss, of course. Honestly, that one's so played out by now, but that's because it's so much easier to convince yourself that's the reason for my success versus Britt worked her ass off day in and day out, shut out all the noise and ruthless critics, became a star, and still made it to work on time the next day. I can read that, ladies and gentlemen. Right. DM done. I should say that I will kick your ass, but since you don't have one. Oh, kick right to the face by Ty Conti. I will have to kick your face and make you fix your own teeth. It takes three seconds to win a match. In Conte's situation, it takes three seconds to become the champion. But I don't know that that's going to happen. I feel the champion's the underdog in this. I just think the, the credibility behind what Ty Conte brings to the ring is just too much for the champion to deal with. Wait, go ahead and cue the footage of the desperate attempt to mock the three letters that signify my eight-year degree as a doctor of medicine and dentistry. D-M-D is going to become T-A-Y. Since Miro has arrived in AEW, we've watched him just carve a path of destruction. And to have him enter the tournament in the semifinal round, that's tough to prepare for, not just physically, but mentally. He's a beast. So my road home is clear now, and it's going to be paved with skulls with those who dare to stay in front of me. I will be forgiven. I will be champion. Not a lot of people walking planet Earth that are quite like Miro. He's somebody that's impossible to prepare for. And I think Brian Danielson is going to need every bit of speed, every bit of technique, and every bit of mental willpower in order to walk out of the tournament as a winner. Miro being added to the tournament doesn't really change anything for me other than who my opponent is. Miro presents some very difficult challenges. Miro now is just more experienced and knows exactly who he is as a person. In some ways, it's a beautiful thing to see. <laughs> in another way, when you're wanting to win this whole thing and become the AEW World Champion, it's a bit of a problem. Miro's only had one match to get here. Miro's coming in fresh, Miro's coming in motivated, and I think that might be too much for Brian Danielson to overcome. 
the years that I've known Miro, I've never once beat him, but I don't get hung up on things from the past. When he lost his TNT championship to Sammy Guevara, he blamed his God. He didn't look in the mirror and he said, hey, I could have done this better, I could have done that better. When I lose and I've lost often in my career, I go back to the drawing board, I look in the mirror and I say, what could I have done better? My God. Make no mistake, you will make me your champion, or you will make me your enemy. God's forsaken champion will become God's favorite again. Not as you want it, because I will leave you no choice. Just because I haven't beat him, all it means is I haven't beat him yet. to survive or overcome. Right, Cody? Because I make you lose so many times and I make you lose so many things that you finally learn to adapt. You finally, finally learn to overcome. You did things that night that you've never done before. And when you finally hooked my arms, it's because you realized that the old ways weren't working. You finally beat me. This newfound alliance that you have is paper thin. And no matter how many times you you adapt to me, no matter how many times you you change up your techniques, no matter how many people you will get involved, it won't change a thing, Cody. It won't matter. Because you're doing it because of me, Cody, I am forcing you to do these things. I am forcing you to take these steps. And why? Because if there's one thing, one thing that you hate more than yourself, it's me. At full gear, Cody, I want to look you in the eyes and I want to see the same monster. The same monster that I forced you to be the night that you defeated me. So I can plant a dagger in his chest and cut out his heart and hold it in front of him and watch the lights in his eyes go out. Cody Rhodes has gone through a lot in AEW, especially since the arrival of Malachi Black. We've seen a Malachi Black attempt to destroy the Nightmare family and destroy the career of Cody Rhodes. When Andrade arrived into AEW, he thought everyone who had a Lucha Libre background would fall under his umbrella. So he actively recruited the Lucha Brothers. So he attempted many, many ways to separate Pac from the Lucha Brothers. Well, anyway, anytime, come and have a go if you think you're hard enough. Pac and Andrade had recently, it was their second match, one of the best matches I've ever seen. Unfinished business. Don't act like this hasn't been settled. And a one, two, Malachi, what the hell is he doing here? What is he doing here? What is going on? Well, we've seen the issue. What's he going for? He's going for his clock. Cody! Cody, Cody he's in here! 
Cody, you made two big choices. You get it. In my business, I can make you my little bitch. The lights went out here in Boston. Malachi Black with the mist. And there we see the bastard Pack. Pack coming to the ring to do the right thing. Malachi Black, Andrade, a team. Are they really? Cody and Pack, a team. Are they really? We have a very interesting mix of rivalries with this tag team match. They're not even tag team wrestlers. The question is, can all four of these egos, because trust me, all four of those men have egos, can they work together? It is a damn. I don't care if they coexist or not. I just want to see a great wrestling match and the best team win. I think Malachi Black and Andrade have an advantage. I think they trust each other a little bit more than Cody and Pac do. At least it looks that way on the surface. It could be wrong. Maybe Cody and Pac really do trust each other. Cody Rhodes, I don't like you. But at Full Gear, me and you, we have bigger fish to fry. Once Full Gear is over, this little relationship, it ends there. The night before I fought Brian, I had a dream. A dream of a snail crawling on the edge of a razor blade. And I still don't know what that dream means. I don't know if I'm the snail. Am I the razor blade? And it confused me. But then after the match, and I walked to the back, And I felt you, punk. I felt you smiling at me. Laughing at me. I realized that you're the slug. And I'm the razor blade. I asked God for a mission, punk. And for my sins, He's gave me you. And I slowly realized as I yelled at you that yes, you can change. You could become a better CM Punk. But first, you have to get through me. I am your karma, Punk. I am the karma for everybody you ever, ever disrespected. Anybody you ever gave a headache to. Because the great CM Punk wasn't feeling it that day. Or the great CM Punk just didn't like you because you did something to piss him off. It is in your instinct, Phil, to be a manipulative, narcissistic, two-faced scumbag. I know that's your real nature. And that's why karma has brought me to you. I don't care about winning or losing when it comes to you. All I care about is beating you up. And making you pay for all the years put people through. I am your karma, Phil.
gonna get you. And then... I... will allow you to change. Here's the thing. With Adam Cole and the Young Bucks forming this three-man team. The Super Click is back, baby! I don't know of another three-man team in pro wrestling that can beat them. Hate to hurt your feelings, everybody, but they're that good. Jungle Boy! Jungle Boy Jack Perry! There you go, kick his ass! He goes right for Adam Cole. Damn right! The Super Click just continues to outnumber the opposition. What is our problem with Christian Cage and Jurassic Express? Jungle Boy locking Cutler in. Oh, the snare trap. Why don't one of you elite pieces of shit come down here right now? Guys, don't take it personal. We have a problem with everybody. Yeah. If you're not in the elites, you're not at the cool table. Not cool at all. No, you're zero cool. No. Actually, but you're the worst kind, too. You guys are pretenders. Yeah, we always gonna go. You know, the only way that the Super Click has ever been able to beat us is by not following the rules. We took out all three of those pricks first. Christian Cage. Christian Cage. With an indie taker on the floor. Right on his dome. Who's number two? Uh, Luchasaurus. Oh, number that's two. right. What did yeah. we do to him? Remember, we, we gave him a sweet ass powerball. Oh, we sure did. Right <laughs> through the table. Yeah, that's Who's last? That's backstage. That felt good. I'm sorry, guys. Who's third? Oh, JB Jungle Boy. What are you going to learn, Jungle Boy? You're a nobody. We run AEW. We do. Nick and I, we grabbed you by your stupid little pencil geek neck and we tossed you off the dang stage. I will! No, no, no! Oh, my, my God! My God! This is our world! We're tough guys! We ain't afraid of no one! Oh, think twice about what you do. Just chill out, okay? Yep. Just relax. Just relax. Yeah. Things are breaking down. Spilling out to the arena. Tough guys? I don't know. They didn't look so tough when we left them laying like the sad sacks of shit that they are. Wait a second! Jungle Boy Jack! He wiped them out! Since you said it, since you called yourself tough guys, I need to know how tough you are. Oh, Christian with the spear! What about you, Luchasaurus? Choke slam on to Adam Cole! JB? Oh, I really want to know. And I'm gonna make sure that we find out. And now, Jungle Boy with the snare trap locked in. Cause we're throwing out the challenge right now. Christian Cage and the Jurassic Express against the Super Click at full gear. Falls count anywhere. You guys thought that that night you guys jumped us, by the way, from right. behind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That somehow, shot. somehow proved that that makes you guys tough guys now. That you could take on the Super Click. Hello, <laughs> the three of us. We're the most dangerous men in professional wrestling. Have they not studied our tapes? No, they haven't, Nick. They haven't seen the times that we've put people through tables. They haven't seen the times where I put dang thumbtacks on the bottom of my sneaker and I smash someone in the face with it. You stupid exactly. idiot. This will not be easy for either group here, I promise. Beside all the underhanded things these guys have done, let's find out what the Young Bucks and Adam Cole are really made of. The fact that it's false count anywhere means mm -hmm. that we can beat these chumps anywhere. So you guys better be ready and strap those Jordans on tight. Be ready to get those pink silky pajamas and the feathers dirty. Where can we beat them? We could beat them on the stage. Oh, or even in a cage. Can we beat them even worse than we beat 
Adam Page. That's good, you like that, right? At least they're smart enough to realize that they can win anywhere. But spoiler alert, you won't. Congratulations to AEW on bringing in CM Punk and Brian Danielson and Ruby Soho and Adam Cole and every other skinny little dork that Tony Khan man can use to deflect the spotlight away from the truth. Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page didn't need Dan Lambert. They are highly accomplished professional wrestlers. This company has two real men wrestling for it and you're looking at them right now. Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. However, Dan Lambert gives them a different edge. He brings the technique and the training of American Top Team. It's kind of injected a different type of intensity in Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. Our path is very clear. Championships, main events, and one day when this place opens a Hall of Fame, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky will be the first two walking through it. Yeah, and you know who's gonna induct us? Dan Lambert. So if you have any tough guys in the locker room that you think can come up here and shut them up, I invite you to do so sooner rather than later. Everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face. Chris Jericho called out Dan Lambert, an American top team. He called out Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. Jericho over the top, drops Ethan Page on the outside. Dan Lambert, Good, Lambert. just grabbed the leg inside. Oh, Cradle. Wait, One, get it. two. Three! What? That man had one of the most successful careers in the history of this business. And his greatest accomplishment, right here in AEW, where he took a startup company, he put it on his shoulders, and turned it into the hottest promotion this industry has seen in decades. Chris then decided to come out and confront the men of the year and American top team, and it was that decision that brought his illustrious career to an end. Chris Jericho doesn't like to be bullied. He doesn't like to be talked over. He doesn't like to be shouted down. Dan Lambert did all of those things, and that only pissed Jericho off. We are going to beat the living shit out of you! Every single time we've faced off with the inner circle, we've left at least one of them bloodied and broken. And Full Gear is going to be no different. You got your 10-man tag match! If you put that TNT title on the line against Ethan Page. When I beat Ethan Page, I get to decide the three members of American Top Team that the inner circle is going to kick their ass at full gear. There's a lot of moving parts in this uh, matchup between the inner circle and American Top Team. I'm anxious to see what Dan Lambert brings to the table, how he prepares his team for this matchup. Well, we have the open contract right here, so we can choose any member of American Top Team. Uh, why don't you start off, Big Haas? We choose Junior Dos Santos. Orlovsky! We could choose Paige. I know you're tough as nails, but we're gonna choose Dan Lambert! If Dan can't get himself out of the match, then our goal is to make sure that Dan Lambert pins Chris Jericho. Oh, yes. Do I think Dan Lambert and his MMA fighters have a chance in this match? Yeah, of course they do. They're great fighters. And then with Dan Lambert, who knows what they'll stoop to to win a match? Because when you go into a fight with two of the greatest fighters to ever walk into a cage, 
everything's tilted in your favor. I think Dan Lambert and American Top Team have a massive chance at beating the inner circle. The thing you have to remember about this tag team match is that it's professional wrestling. It's not mixed martial arts. And I think because they are wrestlers first and fighters second, and they have been in crazy matches before, like the Stadium Stampede, and now are going into a Minneapolis street fight, to me, they're the favorites to win this matchup. I like the inner circle, and I like it because of the leadership and the preparation that Chris Jericho will put into it. We're gonna make sure that Dan Lambert paints Chris Jericho! There is no team, no tag team in professional wrestling, not just here in AEW, any other company, that has the cohesiveness, the athleticism, the exuberance, and the ability of the Lucha Bros. This is a dream of two kids come true. We have the opportunity to show you why we are the best tag team in the universe. And these titles, these titles are proven. Every place we've been, every territory we've been to, we have become the tag team champions. We've become that brand's tag team champions. AEW is no different. And right now, becoming the first ever two-time AEW tag team champions means more to us than anything else in this world. I really believe, based on my preferences, that FTR is the best tag team in AEW from a fundamental standpoint. FTR are incredible tag team wrestlers. But I think maybe they wouldn't admit it, but something in the back of their head told them that they weren't at the Lucha Brothers level. We've watched a guy like Tony Blanchard, and we've watched Aaron Anderson, and we've watched all these tag teams come before us, and we see the legacy they've left, and we want that for ourselves. As Tony likes to say, we're a bit opportunistic. We don't steal, we don't cheat. But we, we take might, advantage. We take advantage yeah. of it. We bend the rules, but that's what we do. It don't matter. A win's a win. But you got a victory over the Lucha Bros. If I'm the Lucha Bros, I'm worried about FTR. Do you feel that FTR is capable of competing in this match on a level playing field? Mm. No. FTR has already gone to those lengths once. I don't think there's anything that will stop them from doing it again. I think it's ridiculous to assume that the mind games is going to dictate the winner of this matchup. Porque ustedes dicen amar la lucha libre y lo que hicieron fue una falta de respeto. Hoy, esta noche en Full Gear, los vamos a enseñar a respetar la lucha libre. Penta says, FTR, you said you love this business. Well, that's a lie. You guys are a bunch of thieves. And at Full Gear, we're gonna teach you respect. They've been the AEW World Tag Team Champions. Lucha Bros are in trouble. These guys have a win on them already for those AAA Tag Team titles. Now, they gotta defend the AEW World Tag Team titles against them. I do think the Lucha Bros, as great as they are, they're in deep, you know what? You had championship on your mind. You've taken the AAA away from the Lucha Brothers, and now it's time to take the AEW back where it belongs. At full gear, 
FTR with Tolly Blanchard goes down in the history books. The first ever two-time AEW World Tag Team Champions, and there will never, ever, ever, ever be in this company, around the world, a tag team like FTR. Top guys, out. Max, I've seen your face before. The dumb scarf, stupid ass smile, suits. There's nothing about you that means anything. Mentally, just like all these people, you're weak, man. He's preying on what he perceives to be Darby's weakness, and that's the mental aspect of his game. Guys like MJF, they always think that they can get to anybody's head. A gang assault. I forgot about this. I forgot about this. Wow. Is that something you were a part of? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm most certain. An absurd question. Do we really think that MJF was playing mind games on Darby? When I found out about that, felt horrible. Expressed that actually on Dynamite. I don't think he is. I think that's just the way he is. He's just not a good person. It's a real shame. Do I think that Darby had an excuse not to show up for work? However, no wildly unprofessional. Darby doesn't love all that many things on this world. Nothing you can do. When I hurt Sting, it wasn't about me putting Sting out. Or say. It was about me hurting Darby. It's gonna break me, Max. MJF thinks there's no room at the top except for himself. And that's one of the reasons he is trying to push Darby Allen down. What makes MJF a special performer is he rents space in people's heads. Nobody's got the heart and the passion that Darby Allen possesses. I've seen guys like you a hundred times in my life. At full gear, you will lose because you will be too concerned with battering me when you should be concerned with beating me. When I said you cannot break me mentally, I meant that. Eddie is a ruthless fighter. He is bred to fight, he believes in the fight, and nothing has ever come easy to this man. When CM Punk was a rising star in the pro wrestling scene, Eddie Kingston was just a trainee. And Kingston was somebody that would carry people's bags for him. And that's not to demean Kingston, that's just where he was in the pecking order. Who are you? You know damn well who I am. I do! You low-life, scumbag, two-faced, narcissistic bitch! You judged me! When you question the values of Eddie Kingston, you're opening yourself up to a world of hurt. Because why? I was fat? I didn't kiss ass? I didn't bury other people to get my own stuff in? That's the punk I know! to know that Kingston and Punk never collided before. Right there, it's intriguing. You can try to blame me, but it's not my fault. I am not wrong for seeing greatness in you 15 years ago, but I damn sure am a fool for trying to hold you to that standard and expect greatness because you're a bum. Nobody wants you here. They never wanted you here. That whole locker room's afraid to say it, not me. I like uh, Eddie's motivation. I say to CM Punk, step away from the brawling mantra, out-wrestle this man, and get yourself a one, two, three, and get the hell out of there. Eddie Kingston is a dangerous man.
I don't care about winning and losing at full gear. All I'm gonna do is beat you up. And after I'm done beating you up, do me a favor, quit again and leave for seven years and don't come. And now Kingston and Punk going at it. I think Punk had heard enough and I think Kingston wanted this to happen. And this thing just got hot real fast. At full gear, it will be CM Punk and Eddie Kingston. People wonder, why is it that I've been the longest reigning AEW Heavyweight Champion? See, I can give you a peek into my journal. Let's you into my daily activities. What do I eat? How do I train? When do I sleep? You see, doing that would be like trying to teach quantum physics to Bubbles the Chimpanzee. You could see it in front of your face. You could see the answer. It's not going to make any sense to you. You're not going to be able to put it together. My answer to you, I'm just going to stay the course. Give you that same old Kenny Omega I always have. I do feel Kenny's lost a step. I don't think Kenny Omega's ever lost a step in his life. I think he's one of the best athletes, not just in wrestling, but in the history of this planet. No matter if you agree or disagree with how Kenny Omega won the AEW World Championship and has been conducting himself since then, you still have to hand it to him. He is one of the best professional wrestlers of the last 40 years, maybe even longer. I think if you look at Kenny Omega, you think of him, I mean, you have a moniker, the best bout machine. I mean, that's something that's earned. Kenny Omega is better when he has family to rely on. That's how he looks at the elite. And we saw when Kenny Omega brought Don Callis into the fold, that was the final piece that Kenny Omega needed before becoming AEW World Champion. And now that the ranks of the elite have been bolstered by Adam Cole, the family is, is whole. As AEW World Champion, I would not hide behind my friends. I would defend the championship every chance that I got. And I think as World Champion, I would take that second. I just want to be a good man. Not many guys know Kenny Omega's offense as well as Hangman Adam Page does. I wonder where Hangman Page's head is. I wonder what his strategy is going to look like. Because, by God, you got to bring something special to beat Kenny Omega for the championship. Every single day, I battle with injuries. I battle with a schedule that no one else can keep up with. I push a pace that absolutely nobody has been able to match since I started in AEW. So you got to wonder. Should we really be feeling sorry for Hangman? Should we be worrying about Hangman? Or should you be worried about me? Because I've been the one burning the can on both ends. When Hangman's been the one at home, resting, having the time of his life, starting a family, spending time with his wife, his child, being in the comfort of his home. After uh, me and the Dark Order lost to the Elite, I kind of, I went home and I wondered if maybe that was it, maybe that was the end of the story, maybe it's all over for me. And I had a long time to think about that, but when I, uh, I finally came back for the Casino Ladder match, and I felt the crowd chanting cowboy shit, and I stood toe-to-toe -to -toe at the top of the ladder with Mox and knocked his ass off, I think, uh, I think I proved myself wrong. I will give you my heart, I will give you my soul, I will give you every fiber of my being, I will give you my blood. Why will I beat Kenny Omega? The one thing, though, that I am 100% sure about is that at full gear, I will give you cowboy shit. Because I know that I can. I know that I will.
I don't lose big matches. Hangman, you always lose big matches. You don't stand a chance. <laughs>